Welcome to Tech on Deck podcast brought to you by Fidelity Investments. I'm your host, Maureen Olajars, Domain Leader, Software Engineering, and Adam Ely, Chief Information Security Officer. Each episode takes listeners inside the walls of a fintech industry. Anything from cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, cloud and crypto, to the intersection of product and technology. Tech on Deck breaks down the topics top of mind for technologists today. Plus, we'll give you insight into the exciting and challenging careers in fintech. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Tech on Deck. I'm Adam Ely, Chief Information Security Officer here at Fidelity. And I'm Maureen Olajars, Head of Software Engineering at Fidelity. And we're here today with Sheehan Anderson, Chief Architect with Fidelity Digital Assets. Sheehan has been part of the team at Fidelity that is scanning the crypto landscape. So Sheehan, first of all, I wanted to just reach out and say thank you because you were one of our very first volunteers for the podcast. And many months later, we're now here with you. So Sheehan, let's talk about your role at Fidelity, the work we're doing in crypto, and why we're looking to build our talent expertise in these areas. But first, maybe you can share a little bit about your own background and how you came into this role and or the blockchain architecture space just as a career choice. Sure. So uh, thanks for having me, Maureen and Adam. And yeah, it's taken a long time to get our schedules aligned, uh, but I'm glad it finally happened. Uh, So for me, it started uh, back in 2010. I was a software engineer at a large tech company. Um, But at night, I was working on a project with friends. It was a startup. Um, It was kind of a peer-to-peer shopping company, so people could run online errands for each other, kind of like a go to the grocery store and buy me X. Um, So there were what I thought were going to be lots of difficult programming problems, like the geolocation search and drawing a user's location on a map and preserving users' privacy. But I was very surprised to find that by far the hardest problem we had, both tech and business, was accepting payments. It was just, it was incredibly difficult. And I, I, that was back in 2010. I think today a lot of modern fintechs have helped to solve this problem. But it, it was just, it was a huge pain. And at that same time, there was an article on Slashdot about Bitcoin. Um, and it was interesting to me just because it was about making payments easier and kind of making moving money look a bit more like moving data. Um, And I didn't think much of it at the time. It was just like an interesting idea. Um, And then in 2011, there was another article on Slashdot when Bitcoin had reached parity with the dollar. Um, And that was the first time I thought like, oh, this this is a real thing. And that sparked my interest. And that's how I originally got involved with the community. so flash forward to 2014, a coworker of mine at the large tech company got um, some funding to basically do blockchain research. I think he had heard me talking about Bitcoin. It, it didn't have like great prospects at the time. So maybe, maybe I was the only person who said yes to him. Um, but we joined together um, and started doing some uh, POCs on Bitcoin for financial services companies. Um, And this was also the same time that Ethereum was starting to launch. Uh, So they they weren't on their main net yet. And this was really interesting because Bitcoin was like a kind of built for purpose application. Um, And Ethereum was really one of the first times you could think about other applications being built on the same platform that Bitcoin was built on. So that was interesting to the company, maybe a way to make money. 
Long story short, the company ended up pivoting to the enterprise blockchain space. Um, and so we founded the code base that became Hyperledger Fabric, which is one of the more popular enterprise blockchains today. But that's how I originally got involved in this space. So uh, I think that's amazing. And one thing I have to comment on is you said Slashdot. You didn't say Reddit. You said Slashdot. So I think your your OG tech credentials are now intact <laughs> um, because uh, you mentioned old. Slashdot. Yeah. Uh, the reader or the listeners that know, they will know uh, with that one. But I, you know, I think it's sort of amazing. You've been you've been in the space and watching the space for for a long time. Um, you know, in, in here with the work that you do, we have what, 500 associates, maybe a little bit more than that, that are that are working in this space, uh, loosely defined crypto space. Can you tell me a little bit about why do we as a company, why are we investing? Why, why are we hiring so many people? Why is it important? Yeah, so no one has a crystal ball to know what the future of this space will be. But at Fidelity, we're very optimistic about it. And we're even more so optimistic if we can help kind of build the future of crypto and shape it um, and contribute our resources. Uh, so we plan to we're, or we are learning internally. We're sharing what we know externally. And we basically want to be prepared for us and our customers uh, for whatever direction crypto may take. Uh, like you said, we have a, a ton of people. We've grown an enormous amount since I've joined. And that's just because we have a lot of work going on. We have every type of engineering. We have UX. We have product. We have compliance. We have legal. We have customer service. We have operations. I'm sure there are other departments that I'm missing. Um, so if you're passionate about crypto, it's very likely uh, that we have a role for you at Fidelity. Thanks, Sheehan. So back to how you came to Fidelity. Can you tell us a little bit? You talked about the industry and what you had done before, which was um, very exciting. Did you understand the breadth of what Fidelity had when you came here and what initially drew you to us? Yeah, so I, I initially didn't understand what Fidelity was doing or didn't know what Fidelity was doing exactly. Um, but I was always more interested in uh, public blockchains and their utility. And my goal was to make crypto more mainstream. And one of the ways to do that is to make it a bit more boring. Um, back to you know 2011, when Bitcoin had a dollar, like something people don't realize is that it wasn't super easy to like go out and buy a lot of Bitcoin like you can today. It was It was actually it was somewhat challenging. You were always dealing with companies you've never heard of. You're like, do I really want to give my banking info to this company? Or, or either, you know, you're meeting people on forums and trying to like figure out how you send them money and they'll send you Bitcoin. Um, where really, I just wanted to make it as easy as, you know, if you go and buy a share of Apple or something. Um, so Fidelity kept coming up as one of the few non-startup players in the space who seemed serious about crypto. Fidelity's CEO spoke at Consensus uh, back in 2017. And that was like a really big deal to see someone from like a company that size who seemed like it was like the leader of the company and she's passionate and she knows what she's talking about. Um, and then I also kept seeing Fidelity job postings, right? So it's like, what is, what is Fidelity doing? Um, so I got in contact with Fidelity and I found out that it wasn't just a research project for Fidelity that they were looking to offer real products and services to their customers. And that's when I knew I wanted to join. It was 
uh, super exciting at that point to bring crypto to an even bigger audience than who is already kind of consuming it. So you've talked a bit about your your journey coming here, uh, what you learned that the, the company was up to. Can you tell us a little bit about what you most enjoyed working with Fidelity Digital Assets? So my favorite thing about Fidelity Digital Assets is that we're building a real product that you can use today. Uh, when I joined Fidelity Assets, you couldn't go to fidelity.com and buy Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, and now you can. So that's really fun to build products that there, there's kind of this huge existing customer set that can consume them. Um, and I think that's a somewhat rare thing outside of startups. Like you just don't see as many kind of established players in the financial services space making as much progress as Fidelity is at this time. Um, and then the other component is obviously the people I work with. Everyone in Fidelity Digital Assets is very passionate, knowledgeable about crypto. They all want to see it succeed. Um, and it's certainly fun to work with a group of people like that. And, you know, pulling on that a little bit, you know, the division is is Fidelity Digital Assets and, and that builds a set of products. But that that phrase digital assets, I think, is interesting because I think when a lot of people think about the space, they maybe only think about currency, but digital assets can be a bit more than that. Could you talk a little bit that, about that for our listeners that may not be deep in the space, may be curious what else is out there sort of in the crypto or, or digital asset landscape across the across the world these days? Yeah, so there, there's certainly a lot beyond Bitcoin, Ethereum, and the common cryptocurrencies you see. One that re, that um, people may be familiar with is NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Uh, so those certainly had a lot of popularity over the past year or so. Um, and, you know, a way to think about those is like similar to baseball cards or something almost, They're, you know, kind of like a representation of art or any type of collectible. Um, so there were a group of people that were excited about that and looking for use cases. There's various use cases around gaming. There's also a huge aspect around tokenization of existing assets. Um, so especially if you think of a financial services company, this could be something like mutual fund stocks, like could, the, could those be tokenized and then brought into the DeFi ecosystem. There's a huge demand for that. And you see that today with dollars, right? You see digital dollars. Uh, people have figured out how to tokenize those and bring them into the DeFi ecosystem. But that that's such like a tiny portion of what people want to tokenize. And so there's a lot of opportunity kind of everywhere across Fidelity to bring digital assets into various business units. And so maybe building on some of that, um, Sheehan, can you talk to us a little bit about the Bitcoin infrastructure and you know share share anything that's relevant? Yeah, so that's certainly a very common question on our subreddit and Twitter. Um, and yeah, what people want to know is like, is Fidelity just building on top of someone else's API? Uh, and the answer is that we're not. We own the full stack. Um, from the UX to the storage of the private keys. Um, and that gives customers confidence that their assets are safe and secure because they're protected by Fidelity's rigorous standards. Uh, beyond that, we have a very modern stack. We use AWS, we use PostgreSQL, uh, we build resilient and reliable services. So it's definitely um, a fun and exciting place to work as an engineer. Yeah, pulling on that, I was, you know, I was sitting there thinking as you were, as you were talking about what brought you here, you know, what might bring others here? What might excite software engineers and architects and cybersecurity people and ops people? 
to really come here and, and work in in this space and, and specifically what are some of the types of roles that we might be hiring today yeah so it's still a new product and that means there's a lot of opportunity to learn to have impact to shape direction so that's something that's definitely fun about working here and working in the space uh, the other thing is crypto is constantly evolving every year looks different from the last so there's always something new to learn um, and we have multiple major initiatives going on at any one time so there's no shortage of work and uh, like you said we've been growing rapidly over the past few years in terms of crypto specific skill sets uh, we definitely want people who uh, know bitcoin know ethereum know the protocols in depth uh, people who have familiarity writing smart contracts, people interested in cryptography. Um, so that's kind of a lot of what we're looking for in crypto. And so I guess to just to continue to pull on that kind of the, the career um, opportunities, does somebody have to be an expert or can they be you know, more crypto curious um, and still be able to find a role and kind of build uh, uh, you know, a great career and, and do interesting things. Like, what is that really, what, what's really needed there? Yeah, so you, you definitely do not have to be an expert. Um, and if you go to our job site, uh, it's jobs.fidelity.com slash crypto, uh, we actually have two links up there. So there's one uh, for like you're, you know, someone in the industry, you know crypto, and there's another link that's crypto curious. Uh, so we're definitely looking for people um, in both of those spaces. Yeah, and you absolutely do not need to be an expert. There's a lot of opportunity to learn. We certainly have a lot of experts here, uh, but one of the most interesting things is like lots, a few of the people who are experts here like joined us. They were just really good engineers, but really didn't know a lot about crypto. Um, and, and now they just blow me away every day. Like they're so deep in these protocols that, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to follow what's going on. Like you need to be on Twitter and Reddit and Discord and it's just updating every single day. And they're just like, you can ask them what happened yesterday and they, they know exactly what's going on, what protocol changes are upcoming. Um, and I think that's like another fun thing about working in the space is you don't, you don't have a lot of people with like 20 years of experience and it's so big that really if you just come in and you put in the work you can pretty quickly become an expert in a given area um and really be you know not only like an expert in fidelity but an expert in the broader crypto community just because it's growing so quickly Sheen, you make this sound really exciting. So I'm, I'm hoping that our <laughs> technologists who are listening here are getting, you know, some great tips here, and maybe you can build on, uh, you know, all that you've shared with us and talk about, um, you know, do you have some thoughts on how this technology is going to have a bigger impact on overall financial services? You know, you mentioned smart contracts, some other things earlier. Maybe you can build on that a bit. Yeah, so there's there's still a huge gap between financial services and other businesses on the internet. Like if you just think about your favorite retailer on the internet, you can go there any time of day, you can buy something, you can ship it all over the world. And, and financial services is still a lot different than that. Like they're, they're often limited hours. It can be very difficult to uh, send money. It can be expensive. It can take a while. It's a lot different than just shipping data around the internet. Um, so if anything, hopefully crypto is just a competitor 
to general financial services that kind of push things in you know a better direction and just look, make them look more internet native. So I think we certainly see that happening. Um, I think the other aspect of, of it is giving people more access to financial services. Um, certainly in some other countries, right? It can be difficult to access financial services, difficult to save money that you've earned. Um, and so crypto kind of provides that opportunity to put everyone on more equal footing. Um, and I think also like if, if all it does is like bring financial services into that world also, like that's a very good thing. So that that's kind of how I see it shaping things going forward. Those are some great examples. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. If I tie that back to something you just mentioned earlier that really to stay up to date in this space, folks are on Twitter and Reddit and Discord. They're they're out there as part of the the sort of community. Do you see that factoring back into into our teams and and our our thought processes uh and how we develop or how we think about product maybe a bottoms up like do you see the two things connected? Yeah, absolutely. Um like this is definitely a bottom up culture and one reason is because the crypto space is large enough that it's hard for any one person to be an expert in all of it. There are always these little corners that someone doesn't know. And so that that's like the opportunity people have to like go into those corners, become experts. And then when we're building new product services to really be involved from day one, like in the, in the design of it and kind of what does the product look like? Um, so that that's something that is definitely an exciting opportunity for people here. And then there's also the opportunity to shape the direction outside of Fidelity in the community, right? Because you you have a bunch of crypto native people, but they're just excited to see it grow. Like they, they don't care if it's a crypto native firm or it's a financial services firm. So sometimes that feedback from a financial services firm is really something that the community is looking for right that they they want to understand what works what doesn't work um i i think there are like there are mistakes that have been made in the past just because people didn't know and so i think as more financial services firms come in it's like an opportunity to share some of that existing history knowledge of like why things are the way they are it's not just because everyone's being stubborn right it's there have been lessons learned over like the past 50 years certainly that crypto is like slowly figuring out um so yeah it's definitely a great opportunity for folks so after so joining the company you joined fidelity digital assets uh which is a which is a business within the the larger umbrella of what most people know as fidelity can you tell us a little bit about what is fidelity digital assets Sure. So Fidelity Digital Assets uh, started out with an institutional offering for customers. Um, and so these were like family offices, high net worth individuals, and we own the full stack there. So we own the UI all the way to the back end and customers could come to our site. Um, they could buy and sell crypto and then we will custody their crypto for them uh, and they can also transfer it to their own personal wallets or deposit crypto with us. Um, as you say, Fidelity is a large company with lots of business units, and it doesn't make sense to, uh, for us, Fidelity Digital Assets, to build channels for all those business units. They already have existing front ends uh, that their customers go to. So this could be retail customers at fidelity.com, 
our 401k customers, our institutional customers. Uh, so what we're becoming is the backend for all of those business channels uh, so that they essentially have APIs they can call and then present the functionality of buying and selling crypto to their customers. So it really is just as easy as say buying and selling a stock. So that's essentially what for the Fidelity Digital Assets Business Unit is within Fidelity. Sheehan, as we go back to um, the skills and things that we might seek in technologists who are looking to come to Fidelity, can you share a little bit more, You know, just kind of expand on things that are gonna be important uh, for crypto curious or crypto experts there? What are we seeking? Yeah, so for crypto experts, um, we want people who know the Bitcoin or Ethereum protocols or certainly other protocols that are out there have familiarity uh, writing smart contracts outside of that. We're looking for people who know cryptography, um, software engineers who are experienced with uh, distributed systems. We write re resilient and reliable services. On our backend, we use Java, we use Kafka, SQS, SNS for messaging. We use lots of AWS services. Uh, our database, we like PostgreSQL. Our front end is an Angular. We have a DevOps team. So you'll see this all if you go to our uh, crypto.fidelitycareers.com website. Um, and that's just the engineering side. As I mentioned, there's a lot on, say, the operations, customer service, legal, and all those roles are out there also. Um, lots of product roles, so lots of opportunity um, for folks who are interested in joining. Sheehan, as we think about our technologists who may be interested in and listening and listening audience here, maybe share with us, you know, what what would you describe as why would you work for a financial services firm versus a crypto native firm? Yeah, so that's an interesting question. And there are lots of successful crypto native firms that are great places to work. Uh, and if you look at this, some people think crypto native firms will take over. I, I see this more like software where you're, you're certainly going to have a number of crypto native firms that are very successful, but you're going to have a lot of existing firms that are able to integrate crypto into their business and be very successful. And, and then you'll have a few that don't integrate crypto and are perhaps uh, not successful. Um, and, and so one way, if you're just trying to make crypto more successful, and I, I think it's perhaps a path less taken to make crypto more mainstream, is to bring it into areas where it's not native. Um, so I think definitely financial services firms are a great place to do that. Fidelity is an even better and easier place to do that because Fidelity is very excited about the space, investing in the space um, quite a bit. So I think that's definitely an opportunity and a reason to work for a financial services company. I think the other reason is that one reason that crypto was, very, was innovative very early on is because you had a lot of people who didn't have a financial services background. So they weren't perhaps like trapped into a specific way of thinking or didn't have like, you know, existing ideas in their mind about how things worked. Uh, and that was really good for coming up with a lot of new ideas. Now, 10 years on, like certainly one of the valid criticisms, criticisms of crypto is that it, it doesn't know all those lessons that the financial services industry has already learned over the past 50 years. Um, so it's definitely interesting to work here to kind of understand why things are the way they are 
and how to fix certain aspects of crypto uh, that need to be resolved to make it mainstream, to make it so that the average person uh, can use it. So I think those are two reasons why it's interesting to work here versus a crypto native firm. All right. So let's let's talk about some fun stuff. So I heard through the grapevine, that is the gossip of, of the network, that you're a new father. So first of all, congrats on that. Um, Thank you. You you must have some fun stories. Uh, love to hear. Like, what's uh, what's one of your favorite things? I mean, other than just having a child and being a new <laughs> father, you know, what what's been fun? What's been interesting? Yeah. So I have an almost uh, two year old now. Uh, I think one of the most memorable experiences was going to get a passport uh, for our son. Um, it was quite the experience. Uh, this was kind of right as the pandemic lockdown was easing up. So, uh, you know, not many post offices were open. So we had to go to the central post office that had odd hours. We took a nice picture ahead of time, but got there and had to wait in this three hour line. Uh, the couple in front of us had a baby. So it's a monumental task trying to keep your baby happy for three hours. Um, and when the couple in front of us got there, they didn't have a photo. And they tried to take the baby's photo for about 30 seconds. Of course, the baby's crying and they just said, too bad, go home, come back another day. And I was shocked. I'm like, oh, glad we brought a photo. That's terrible after they waited all that time. So we go up there with our photo and they just say, your photo is no good with no explanation. I'm like, oh no, like I've, I've just wasted all this time. So, you know, we try to get a photo of our son. Amazingly, he's not crying. But they took the most like deer in the headlights photo I've ever seen. Like imagine like your worst driver's license photo. And then imagine a baby's photo is that driver's license photo. So I don't know how they did it, um, but I will torture him with that photo for the rest of his life. Um, it's going to be fun to show it to him as he gets older. So. Okay, so here's one question based on that. Which is harder, getting a good photo of a baby or building crypto infrastructure? I would say getting a good photo of a baby <laughs> when you want one. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Sheehan, we have thoroughly enjoyed having you here. Um, so one last question here. Do you have any, from your time at Fidelity, do you have any memorable stories that you'd like to share? Yeah, so the, the team at Fidelity Digital Assets does a holiday video every year. Um, so, you know, we're comprised of like lots of lots of smaller team so each team gets together gets together makes their own video um and just over the years the production of these videos has become quite elaborate with ongoing characters and stories and it's just amazing to see the the work people put into these videos in their spare time um so i'm not going to go into any of them but if you join you'll get to see these videos it's a fun experience uh every year around the holidays. Uh, so that's my plug for joining us. Oh, I'm, I'm going to find these videos. I have not seen these. I'm going to find these now. <laughs> Sheehan, very much enjoyed having you today. It's been a long time. We hope to talk with you again in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's been great talking to you. Thanks for joining us for Tech on Deck. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't yet, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you to our listeners and recording studio and editors who make our episodes possible. To learn more about tech opportunities, head over to tech.fidelitycareers.com 
See you next time.